0: This
1: is 161st Street, Yankee Day. All right, welcome back to another episode of the Fortrain Savages podcast. This is episode number 42. Shout out Mariano Rivera. Uh, Back with another episode after the Toronto Blue Jays series. Lost a series, again, to a divisional opponent, so not the greatest. Offense looking a bit sluggish, and we have a good amount of injuries to get into
0: Woo!
1: this episode. So it should be really fun, Tyler. Um, it's going to be trade talk season. We're going to get into a little bit of trade talk of where we go on from here. Uh, we have the Detroit series coming up this weekend, and then we also have them he- – uh, I think Tampa's coming here, and then I believe – Think Boston, a, baby, Boston, uh, the first series against Boston. So, you know, injuries are happening right when we're having an important stretch. We are hopefully getting back John <laughs> Stanton today. Um, there's a lot to kind of get into, uh, with uh, more. So le- I, l- we're going to spend a little less time on the games and more so overarching, uh, aspects of the team yep, because, yep. uh, you know, we're, we got we're cons- some opinions too. We that. got some opinions and we're concerned about uh the the long stretch for the New York Yankees not so much huh? as you know it, it is May and we got more we got a lot more baseball to play is what we're saying but Aaron Hicks is now out for the season officially. We have Corey Kluber that is now on the shutdown list. I guess he injured and now he's shut down. They're saying no
0: throwing for at least a month, which means he's got to be gone for at least two.
1: Yeah, and you know we, yeah, we don't could, know he
0: couldn't dude he could never throw a pitch again exactly for the
1: that's that's what we're th- that's what uh, uh we're hoping that's not what it is but it it could be that possible outcome and then also uh Luke Voigt with the oblique strain i think it's a grade 2 i don't know if it's on his right leg but more more leg stuff that's not what it, foot
0: stuff but leg no, stuff for Luke oblique is your uh your core. Oh, yeah. Never mind. Sorry. Yeah, because um, th- he had, like, the same shit in uh, 2018 when he came back, like, right before the playoffs after he had, like, oblique surgery or something.
1: Would you call that general side soreness, Tyler? <laughs>
0: I think it definitely has some sort of general and some sort of soreness in it, for yeah. sure. Um,
1: but before we hop into more of the Yankees talk this episode, be, uh, please be sure to subscribe to the pod if you are new. To the Four Train Savages, be sure to leave us a rate and review. I believe we're one away from fifty, so if you guys can go ahead and do us a favor and just leave us a rate and review, we really appreciate it. Also, follow us at Four Savages on Twitter, along with Four Train
0: Savages on Instagram. And if you're not following already, what are you doing? What are you like? Doing? What 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 are you doing?
1: What's wrong with you? <laughs> Figure it um, out. So, like we said, it was kind of this this series and everything that happened. It was kind of a what the fuck. Hey! We got a belly for a white dog crapping me. And now you laid this shit on me? <laughs> Basically, how. That's it, the
0: first time I've heard that.
1: Yeah, basic. Yeah, I know. I'm surprising you with the drops. Um, Stepbrothers, shout out. Uh, great movie. But I. That, it's literally what happened. It goes, what the fuck happened with this series? At, pretty much after the first game, and we knew when uh, Kluber came out of the game, we were saying crap, that can't be good, and then they laid I was that trying, on us. I they was trying to convince on myself that and it, then he what, wasn't hurt. And then Wednesday when we don't have the game, we're saying, okay, we'll look forward to the next playoffs. And then,
0: Yeah, yeah literally, we're just like, all right, at least the Knicks play tonight. Th-
1: and then it goes, nope, Luke Voigt, injured list, uh, Aaron Hicks out for the season officially. <laughs> what the hell is going on? They didn't activate Giancarlo on the May twenty fifth. Hopefully they'll and that's what
0: we were told, dude. That's what we were told. That was the target date, and now we're pushing. Could the target have possibly back had up.
1: him for these two games. Whatever. They bring up Esteban Florial. I have my thoughts on that. I'll save it because we'll get to these guys first. We'll get into it. Yep, yep. Um, you know what, Tyler? Let's just run really quick through the games because we have way more to talk about. Yeah. Than than this. So, first game, just absolutely. Just not not a good game. Could not hit the ball, dude. (laughs) Could not hit the ball. Didn't matter. The offense was stagnant for the first two games. Just not great. We we lose six two. Kluber gets pulled out of the game. He he. I wouldn't say that he looked really bad, but you could tell that there was something a little a little. He definitely was
0: like yeah. He definitely was like laboring his command. I mean that's that's what Cohen mentioned yesterday in the. in the second, I don't know, what was the first? It was one of the games he mentioned, like, you know, that's the first thing to go is your command if you're any type of hurt. Because, you know, these pitchers, they have all this adrenaline and shit, and they've, you know, they've trained for so long. They can, they'll still pump, like, in the 90s, even if they're hurt. But the first thing to go is, like, kind of your precision and your command, which definitely, you know, he didn't look sharp out of the gate, but mm-hmm. he kind of kept it together. And then, I don't know, dude, when I saw – um I don't know why I'm drawing a blank. On Mike King warming. I was like, oh, "Mike King, I love the shit out of you, but no. <laughs> I yeah. do not want to see you warming right now."
1: Yeah, no. Not not the best thing that we had. They um, said
0: it's a it's a muscle pretty it's pretty close to what he originally like tore or whatever. It's like it's like identified as a shoulder muscle, but I'm pretty sure it's closer to like your lat. Which, dude, I don't know if you know, listeners. I hope you know what your lat is, but um,
1: I didn't know what the oblique was, but <laughs> <every second. laughs> yeah, true. We're
0: not <laughs> doing great with biology today. <laughs> not a not a biology podcast. <laughs> yeah, but um, I don't know, dude. That's something like there could be very easy setbacks with this. And like I mentioned earlier, he might not, dude. I really hope not. Like I'm gonna knock on wood, I he might not pitch again for the Yanks. Um, I mean, we just saw it with Syndergaard, too. Like, he was almost coming back from his Tommy John. I know this isn't Tommy John with Kluber. It's a very serious shoulder injury, though. I mean, any type of inflammation or strain, anything like that. Syndergaard just got shut down for another six weeks. That means no throwing for another six weeks. Like, Kluber won't be throwing for another month, minimum. Mm Mm-hmm. And then you got to talk about building him up to, you know, even being able to be a starting pitcher, throw 50, 60 pitches, let alone 100 pitches again. Like, he might get the Blake Snell treatment the rest of his career if he comes back.
1: Yeah, that's the thing, if he comes back. I mean, it really sucks, dude. He's coming off a really good no-hitter, and you think he's turning a corner, and then this shit happens. It it sucks. It really sucks. Yeah, not good. Um, And it throws a little wrench in our plans of our – of our pitching staff, uh, gives Devy the opportunity to come up and step up. We'll see what the kid does. I think he, po- I think he pitches tonight. Does he not, or is it? Uh, Saturday? Cole, pi- Cole pitches tonight. Okay, Cole pitches, pitches tonight this weekend, though. Okay, so Devy gets a shot, and then we're gonna see what happens, man. I mean, it's good for now. I believe it's you got Herman Montgomery, and you got Clark
0: Schmidt too, and, and yeah, you know, they and, can. It's
1: it's interesting. We'll see if they make a play for a, a trade at the deadline of another starter. I would probably suspect that they will, depending on what happens with Kluber. And my my gut feeling is, I don't think he's going to be back until really like August. Yeah, I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't expect.
0: I wouldn't expect before the All Star break at all. But here's the thing: before we get way too off task, because I kind of threw us off task <laughs> as soon as I heard Corey Kluber. But um, the actually I won't even get into it. We'll talk about trade and start pitching in a little bit. Well, but, this um, game,
1: let's just finish off the games because yeah. there's more Ste- to talk about. Ste- so, Steven
0: Mats looks ridiculous. Yeah, Steven game, Matz
1: dude. looked really good. He's been having a solid year. Toronto is just, they're good, man. Vladdy Jr. takes takes him deep in yeah. this one. Um, lose 6-2. Higgy got an RBI at the end of the game. One through,
0: it f- one through five is like, dude, they're no joke.
1: Yeah, Teoscar Hernandez can play. Bo S- good. Simeon's, Simeon's having a great having a year, dude. Really good year. Um, I he he's kind of banking Shet on ever. he's banking on himself too as one of those short. He's playing second base because Bichette's there, but he's kind of banking yeah. on himself for a one-year deal, and it's kind of yeah. paying off for him for yeah. for what he could do. Uh, so we take this one or we lose this one. We take the L. We lose six-two in the first game on Tuesday. Then there's a rain out, and then we get all the rest of the news. Uh, And then yesterday, we got a seven-inning doubleheader courtesy of Rob Manfred. Take it for what you will. That's what we're dealing with this year. It is what it is. Um, We'll just stop complaining about that. Yeah, it's it's whatever. We'll just – until – and when there's something else happens i mean dude, there was no offense in that first game yeah, so it I wasn't mean, even going to matter if we needed the, we didn't need the extra nine the extra two innings at the end of the game because it was not happening for yeah, us yeah th-
0: this was a classic like april like 13th game for the yankees like two nothing felt like 10 nothing yeah. like they they were not winning this game they had two hits i think they're both miguel and Duhar. They yeah, really shout out hits. Mickey, yeah, two hits. Shout out Mickey for real. I love him. Um, I want him in the lineup. Herman sure pitched well too. Mutual. Yeah, Herman pitched well. I
1: mean, you take you take like you said before, Tyler, with all these pitchers. If you get, I mean, he had he gave up the that's kind it's of quali- been his, his it's a quality his, ass start, dude. His kryptonite a little bit is the the home run ball a little bit. They were showing his numbers. Um, but he you know back to back home runs, but then he settled back in for another two or so innings, and you know when you get zero run support. That's what you're gonna get, and Herman is he—he's coming out to show. I—I I think, and his stuff still looks very good. Um, and it's gonna be interesting to see if we—if we can have him kind of be be that backbone to then Cole or if Gumbo. I'm kinda I would, feeling like it's Herman, we st- but
0: we still got Seve coming in somewhere. That too. is also true. When's his timeline, by the way? H- when he. I mean, they said he's like a little above schedule. I know he's been throwing like active bullpens, and he's start. I know he's not even just throwing fastballs anymore; he's throwing breaking balls too. But I'm still pretty sure it's like I think Kluber might be further behind him, so I'm pretty sure that Seve would be ahead of yeah, him I would, now. I would think that if he, he makes it before if he makes it before the, uh, I think it's like you know sometime July. Yeah. Well, my my only thing with that, like, obviously, when when
1: Sevi gets back, he's going to be also a real no, plus. Yeah, but he, I, I would say like Herman is Herman has been really good at being a given yeah. six innings, like five yeah. six innings guaranteed. He knock on wood, like he's been very good at doing that. Yeah, and absolutely, I think he'll he's going to be a good guy to throw out there every five days when you need just you know. Put him on the field, try and get us to win, get us to something. Hopefully the offense doesn't act like a fucking bunch of bozos and can't exactly. hit like they did in this game. So yeah, Sevi Sevi's going to be interesting to see when he comes back. Realistically,
0: um, Herman's Herman's numbers have been better than they were in his like uh, what was 2018 20- season. Yeah, his 2018 season I when mean, he had yeah. run support. Yeah, when he had run support and he was still kind of not getting shelled, but he was like he wasn't a number one pitcher at all, or even number two behind Paxton if you want to yeah. put it like that. Yeah, but her, yeah, dude, I mean Herman's been pitching his dick off i mean i was obviously trying to send him to you know the inside of a volcano very like after his first or second start yeah. But this guy has really been been great gets a lot of soft contact which i love a lot of ground balls a lot of like lazy fly balls i mean he look lo- when he has command it, like you said the only thing is he gives up the occasional home run and then sometimes he'll he'll pull like a tie on and he'll he'll lose a couple batters and wa- you know a couple two out walks or something like that but dude her look looked great um Whatever Herman and like you know Tyone and and Devi and and whoever else can do while Kluber has gone, it's really gonna dictate how this team competes in the AL East. I think.
1: Yeah, um, and then the last game, uh, they go down
0: two nothing
1: or three. Was it three nothing or two nothing?
0: I don't know. Wait, should there. we should we mention how nasty this dude pitched? Against uh oh, making yeah. his yeah, debut. Yeah. Uh what's <laughs> his name? Ma- ma- Manoa. Uh,
1: Manoa, yeah. He that was cool. I-, I will say it was the only positive Alec I could- Manoa. Th- the only positive that I could take from this game, even as just a baseball fan, it was really cool to watch his family like freak out in the stands for him. They, I and, liked
0: the mom crying. That was yeah, good, but I was all 30, set on the let's go thir- Blue Jays chance. Yeah, <laughs> that was
1: aggressive. I didn't like that. No one was really at the game. They were all saving up for the second doubleheader. I kind of wish I went to this. Um, not gonna. I would have just, just stayed the whole day. day. Yeah, it would have yeah. been awesome. Um, but yeah, they had thirty k- people in the stands. He just. Honestly, I'm going to attribute it to just the Yankees' offense being inept, but it happens for his first start. Maybe down the road, Tyler, Throw this, kid is, too, this kid is absolutely dirty, and he, he's just amazing, but I will say he was helped out in his debut of how oh, inept yeah. we looked at the plate.
0: And it definitely it definitely comes into play with like guys that make their debut against the Yankees, and the Yankees just don't they, have Major League Film on. They, they just, just are suck. a scouting report. They just they just don't know how to hit. No, like, they suck. Seriously, Miggy, I think his first hit might have been like a broken bat single too. There was only literally one real hit that I'm gonna classify a real hit, and it was Miggy's second hit. One of I his thought, hits no, were a broken. No, bat. I
1: think it was the second. The second one was the little bloop in front of right field, and then I thought the the first one was up the middles. He's 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 really oh. good at staying up the middle. I think that's the way it went. I could be wrong.
0: Either um, way, M- Miggy's been doing. I mean, the power and the slugging, and the OPS hasn't been there yet, but I think it'll come around. Miggy's yeah. been a great at bat so far.
1: Yeah, and he's not embarrassing in left field. I think we no, may have not I, at I, all. Dude. I think we've may have found a position to him where we're not ripping our hair out. I
0: think yeah. we may have. And found that it. dude, that would be. Like, I don't know, coming into the season, we were like, oh, there's no room for Miggy. Like, I know I said it. Like, I was like, Miggy does not have a role on this team. Like, he does not have a position. He literally doesn't even have value because he doesn't have a position, so he can't go anywhere. He's just going to be get, re- get regular bats in AAA. But if this dude can play – like, dude, I've seen him, like, you know – lollygag under them and like you know look comfortable shagging a fucking fly ball and i'm yeah. like dude this kind of gets me excited i like i the, i think the hot corner experiment is over for him i think they like the idea of him like left and first which yeah. i can get behind dude yes i i i i do
1: as well um i mean the dude's hitting since may 18th he's hitting 321 um and he, the dude's hit, and people, people like to have him on the send to the moon memes and shit. But I,
0: we're I, Yankee fans, dude. We live and die with each game. We do,
1: <laughs> but I would just, if you hit, you play. That's that's something that I say. And yeah. obviously, right now we need him um, to be in the lineup because he he strings together hits. And I, there was a game earlier in Baltimore where I think it was the game where we were down and it looked like we were out. Um, strings together the first hit where it looked like the offense was inept again, and yeah. then they string together some hits, and then we got the Geo home run. So um, he he could be a vital part to this offense during this stretch that were. I mean, we
0: know how good this dude can be if he gets yes, every day at bats. Yes, too.
1: yes. Um, so just, good to see, good to see Miggy uh, doing some stuff for us while we got while we got uh, while we need some reinforcements. Um, so then this game three. Uh, we win 5-3 after going down. Judge hits another ding-dong. Gary gets in on the ding-dong party. Hey, Geo hit RBI. Judge a freaking
0: bomb, dude. G-
1: Judge also gets a sack fly. Shout out Pinstripe Strong. Sack fly is underrated. Um, and we win this game, and uh seven-inning game. Chapman, there's something going on with him. I was uh, so scared dude yeah, when he wasn't I, warming. Yeah. I was saying hopefully the dude is having diarrhea because <laughs> like before that was <laughs> his they issue. said he
0: was sick so he very well might have a stomach pump. Yeah, he <laughs>
1: may have cuz if anyone for background on that if why you're thinking Rob that's absolutely disgusting why would you mention that on the pod if you are not familiar? I honestly most,
0: just forgot about that. Most you Yankee fans <laughs> would remember the
1: whole fiasco with him having to go to the bathroom. Uh, yeah during the year. game uh and you're saying why is he you know so that is why um but but yeah uh, chad green comes in and gets it done wandy peralta also gets a big uh man on first and second out yeah gets yeah well, out I, of the jam from wise good, ago, so it was good too. it was a good game and it, it keeps us on a better note but obviously
0: we it have was very to g- get into about yeah.
1: you know everything else
0: it was very good to not get swept uh Obviously Estevan Florial got called up for this game. Wow, he did he end the game with a hit? Did, yes, oh yeah, uh, he had a had double. She had a double, yeah. I'm an idiot. That so was he the, had one the one, nice one double where where Mendoza got
1: Gary th- <laughs> thrown out at home.
0: Yeah, Gary uh so Florial had a pretty hard hit double right off the wall until left. Gary was on first. So theoretically in no world is Gary Sanchez ever scored. I mean, he's thrown out by literally like like I'm not even exaggerating. Probably K saw, four, K said 40 30, to 50 feet. He said
1: 30 feet or something. Yeah,
0: he, probably 30 to 45 feet. I mean, it was ridiculous. But, um, good to see flow up. I know we got some opinions on that. Um, yeah, it was good not to get swept. I really thought after Bo pimped one on us, um, I was like, this game's over. Monty's going to fall apart. I mean, Monty with another, honestly, Monty, like I said, Monty and Tyone are probably our four and five. Um. innings, five hits, three runs. I would have liked him to finish the fifth, but in reality, Monty gave us a chance to win in that game, and that's what we did. So starters continue to look good for the most part, Rob. Um, Obviously, this team is just not hitting to its full potential. I was saying this. I mean, we were saying this during our six-game winning streak. Like, hey, the Yankees are like kicking ass right now. They haven't allowed a, r- a run in five games from their starters. But they're still not hitting to where they, you know, could be putting up 13, 14 runs yeah. in like back-to-back games doing some crazy stuff like that where they just demolish teams. So yeah. I don't know. Good. We got some stuff to get into, Rob. Yeah. Um, what do we want, what do we want to start with here? Let's yeah, we can well, start we with talked Pitt-
1: about the Kluber stuff. So, I mean, basically we're expecting I don't think him- the
0: to- yeah, I don't think they'll make a move at the deadline for a pitcher, though. Because I, I'm fully it depends prepared. on how the
1: rest of them perform. Yeah, for sure. I'm
0: full. I'm fully prepared for the, you know, Luis Severino and Corey Kluber are acquisitions at the deadline talk from Cashman. That's just what I'm prepared for as a Yanks fan, like hearing it time and time again. Because they'll be coming back right around the trade deadline. But um, I would love a Joe Musgrove trade, or not a not a Joe Musgrove. Um. I don't know why I just said Joe Musgrove. Kevin Gosman, my guy. Ah, uh, I don't know <laughs> if
1: San Fran's going to give him up.
0: Yeah, they won't. And, I mean, dude, they're full of, like, one-year older players, so it just kind of turns – I mean, if San Fran goes into a stretch where they lose, like, 10 out of 12 or something, I think they can be sellers real fast. But we'll see. A lot. There's going to be a lot of teams selling this year, I feel like, because there's going to be a lot of teams they're going for it or a lot of teams selling. So there might be some people on the move.
1: O- overall, it's gonna be a while for the. And these are for the people that think that we're gonna immediately trade for a center fielder now. It's not gonna happen because they said yeah, Jack it Curry said it, Jack Curry said it on the broadcast. He said Cashman needs a center fielder. We need outfielders. Yes, correct. Because of the injuries, possibly, you know, another first baseman option, or you know, maybe second base guy. Whatever they decide to do, um, they need something like that, but. Cashman is smart enough that he knows that he's not going to overpay. While it's 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 May, it's still May. We're not even into June. There are teams that are you you can look at. So let me just let me just look at the standings. So um, there are teams that are. I mean, the overperforming, seven, overperforming, there are some teams that are overperforming, it's overperforming. That so so like the for twins, instance, dude,
0: they're gonna sell. They're gonna sell. They have a lot of old guys. Yes,
1: but I'm saying for instance, as of right now. Uh, I'm I'm just saying this because there's a guy on my mind for center field that I've told you I, I like Starling Marte in center field. So let's just yeah. use it as like a mock opportunity to say why they're not going to do the trade now. Mar the Marlins right now, that NL East is separate, and it's funny how the Mets think they're going to run away with the division when they haven't even they're separated by two and a half games. And they're talk. I, did I send you that? Did I send you that of SNY? They're talking about the the Mets have a much better opportunity to win that division. It's like well relax. Relax. I, mean, I know they, the Yankees like, are depl- the in, Yankees are depleted right now, and I understand that. In but theory,
0: their division's also playing like like literally hot, like dog shit. Like I know, the whole yeah, exactly. Sucks, and we're, and you're talking about the best, like exactly one, two, three, four, very, very good teams in our division.
1: Yeah. So for that, the Mets fans just relax. I'm just saying, yeah. I'm just putting SNY, that out there.
0: Sny th- Sny can relax too. Yes.
1: Um. But no. So back to my point with the Marlins. So if we wanted a center fielder like Starling Marte, these this team is only separated out of the division by three games, so they're not they're thinking, yes we could we could they're they're like oh you want something now like give us a, you're gonna have to give them a massive deal for someone that you could otherwise wait it out. Marlins start to suck. Shout-out Derek Jeter. Cashman calls him up, sees what he can do, gets it for a little bit of a better deal. So, And yeah. that goes for all these rest of the teams that are, you know, you look at uh, the bottom four teams. I mean, the the Pirates are still – I mean, that's not going to happen, but they're not – did you see that play, by the way, yesterday?
0: That was ridiculous. Absolutely embarrassing. Oh, the, the Pirates, dude, sell the franchise. With Javi Baez, you yeah, know, just, just sell the please. franchise, whatever, do. Um, I, that, that's what's bad. I mean, I saw some tweet. It was like – you know, uh, Rob Manfred can, like, implement runner on second rule and do all this pitch clock, you know, move the mound back, do all these things that he thinks will, you know, benefit a younger audience. If you run out teams like the Pittsburgh Pirates for five, six months out of the year and you put that product on the field and allow them to be bad year after year after year after year, that's not going to appeal to a, a younger audience. That's
1: my little rant for that. Um, But nonetheless, it's going to be hard to make a deal now. So, that kind of brings us into the talk of why they brought up Floreal. They sent him back down because of Stanton coming back, presumably. Um, But I was kind of under the camp, and I'll just explain why. I, I know we have Brett Gardner up here, and I know that they want to hand him a farewell tour. But don't flirt with me like this, where you go, okay... The reason that we don't want to keep up up here is because he hasn't spent enough time in AAA. Okay, we know that Cashman's going to do that. So why the hell for a d- I know it's the the reason that they pulled him up was for a doubleheader. If you're going to do that and flirt with us like that. And I know we only went 1 for 3 and it's one hit is what it is, but don't fuck around with me. And then you could have called up another guy who who's the who's the dude that came up, I can't even remember his name, pulled the hamstring in the Texas series. Oh, From uh, the rail riders.
0: Yeah, I know. <laughs> I don't know. I can't. I'm literally. I,
1: I don't even to. know whatever his name was that played like three games with the Minnesota Twins in 2019 or something. Yeah. Why are we going? Why are you going to pick then pull up the guy and then say, oh, you know, it's too early, but we're gonna we're well, gonna they make had you like no one to bring up Rob Socrates Brito. You couldn't do that. <laughs> Socrates, I I really don't understand why they're just messing around with us. Like I don't
0: this. I don't think they're you know I mean maybe they're trying to get us a little wet. And dude, I something. am just no, so no.
1: And you, I know you're like I want to, and a lot of Yankee fans say, yeah, I want to see Clint play center field. Okay, I like Clint a lot, but I am so sick and tired of seeing, dude Brett Gardner striking out. I know we're gonna, but my thing was I just wanted him up for. I it, I know it's probably unrealistic, and this is just a rant, but maybe two weeks of baseball and just see what he can do, because we are so in the after this Hicks shit, we're so just down bad with these injuries at this point, point. and I'm just saying, Listen. see what
0: he could do. Worst case scenario, you send his ass back down, and then you just have Brett be back in there. I don't see. Dude, why. I get what you're saying, but it's just it's never like it's just not gonna happen. Like, in, in, in your theory, then then just call up Jason Dominguez. If we're just totally throwing player development out the window, just call up Jason Dominguez now. They basically did. Not? How did they not basically throw it out the window yesterday when they could have called up a more experienced because, outfielder? I mean, it's one game. You're not running him out there for a week where he's going to strike out, like, 12 out of 18 at-bats and, like, where he could be in AAA, you know, like, putting together serviceable at-bats and, like, gaining confidence. Like, AAA is a big jump. I mean, the difference is from Double A as well, but you know, I mean, dude comes from Double A, struggles in the in Triple A. I think he was hitting like one fifty or something, and then he jumps to the majors. Like, I don't know, dude. As a fan, I want flow out there every day. Like, call him our starting center fielder right now, but it's just not like this. is not the way the Yankees think.
1: I, he looked I, pretty competent to me. I, I agree.
0: I agree, but it's just there's no. I don't think there's any way in hell that they were going to keep him up there. Maybe another injury does it. Maybe him going, like having a ridiculous tear like he did in double-A and doing it in triple-A, then maybe it forces their hand. But they, I don't even think they wanted to do it. They clearly didn't even want to do this to call him up at all because they um they signed what's-his-face that we can't remember his name for some reason um, that pulled his They're toying with hammy. my emotions. They're toying with us. Brian Cashman said, Stupid, I'm not going to let you get the chance. <laughs> Listen, Flo will be here. I think he's only 22, dude. He might not even be 22. Esteban Florio age. I mean, dude, I I want to see him. Like, he's also like he so is. fast. He
1: looks like a really competent outfielder, and sometimes we do not have. Or honestly, it's
0: 23. Just, he is 23. I forget.
1: I see Brett Gardner taking pitches down the fucking dick, and he can't and that, hit them anymore. Dude, I, I just, agree,
0: I, but like they are not. I don't even think it's about the farewell tour it's it's also about Cashman made a signing this offseason. They he invested millions of dollars into Brett Gardner and and like honestly, he traded Adam Avino to go get another reliever and bring back Brett Gardner. In no world are they going like, to like like just cut him after six I don't six think weeks. they're going
1: to cut him. I don't want them to. They cut can't him. send him down, Rob. He, it's impo- it's him.
0: it's impossible. He doesn't have options. He's been in the league for like 13 years. <laughs> he, does, he, they can't send him down. Be like in violation of his contracts. It just makes me
1: want to put my head through dude, a fucking if, wall if that I we could have I, throwing out him and Mike Ford every game. All right, the
0: Mike Ford I totally understand. I cannot st- like Mike Ford. Mike was, Ford is was,
1: arguing with the umpire about he's hitting one fifty-four, yeah, three home runs, and five RBIs. The dude is. The dude is arguing about calls and I, I I he argued about one on the on the bottom of the zone it hit the K zone and I'm I'm saying Mike dude and and I don't know a couple weeks ago what was it when uh, Clint got thrown out of Tampa it's the same talk it's like I mean he didn't get thrown out but it's like yeah. relax Mike especially dude. if you
0: especially if you're struggling dude like you're not getting that call Mike Ford you've done nothing in this league Clint, Clint Frazier, I also love you to death but you haven't done anything in this league like I mentioned either. You're probably not going to get that call. It's shitty that the, we, the you know sports work like that. But that's how the world spins, Rob, for the most part. You know, these guys aren't going to get that call. And I feel like Mike Ford, it was one thing when you had Jay Bruce who couldn't really scoop a baseball. But now, uh, like, I give you that. I give now, you that, like, that he plays okay defense. But and- now I'm done with Mike Ford because, like, we have Odor who can just fill in at second, and we, which is another conversation where we're going to have. And you can just throw DJ at first or even Mickey at first now. So I, I think the Mike Ford, I don't know, I'm done with Mike Ford. It's been clear. There's been, th- I think, two or three times that they were, like, about to send him down. And then, like, Foyt gets injured. And then there's another injury that keeps Ford up. Like, it's just Mike Ford has, like, talk about magical rooster juice. I mean, he's got it. <laughs> Shout out Johnny Lasagna for that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't know. No, nah, with the Odor stuff, I'm not even – it was just honestly my frustration pent up because, I mean, Odor – I don't – The only Listen, reason that I think he should stay on this team is because of the vibe and energy that he brings to the I mean, you house. have to admit, he clearly – Which is okay. He I, plays I,
0: a good second base.
1: Yeah, he, does. he plays a competent, good that, second base, and that, that's fine. But, I mean, the dude is just inept the way that he was with Texas when it comes to hitting. I but mean, here's he'll the occasionally give a, us – he gives us energy, and I'm okay with that, and that's yeah. why I want him on the roster. He's but a my bench argu- player, dude. He's not my, an everyday player. My argument to you was, Tyler, was saying, okay, I know – because we were talking about – this was off, off, off air. And it was – I was saying, basically just because of Mike Ford – and I know Derek Dietrich has not looked good in
0: AAA, but... He's hitting 111 in AAA.
1: I... Why? <laughs> I'm saying... I would want to see... I mean, the Yankees are apparently a poverty franchise, so they wouldn't want to bring him up because they can't pay him a little extra money because <laughs> they don't want to go over the tax. There's so no
0: point in bringing him up, Rob. I know, but
1: it's... Well, I'm just looking like, for what options.
0: What is Dietrich going to do with that odor? Isn't doing. They're each gonna no, no 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 no. I'm not wanting him to play okay, second okay. base. I so want, him, want to play him to play first, first? base. I but he want Mike play Fo- first. I want Mike it? Ford to go to the moon. <laughs> <laughs> I get that. I get that. But in the Yankees organization, dude. They have or two, no no no. Here's more. Here's more. First baseman Mike Ford and Luke Voigt. How you about send Mike Ford down? Because then you don't let's, have a real first baseman. Luke Voigt is hurt. You have to. have Let's Mike get Ford Gittins the up here. Let's get yes, Chris Gittins. I'm all for that, but not Derek Dietrich. Okay, I okay. I,
1: I retract my last <laughs> statement. Chris Gittins, get your ass up here. Mike. That's Foy- fine. I, I'd be with Gittins. I cannot deal with it anymore, dude. We <laughs>
0: know the Mike Ford experiment. We know his ceiling, man. Yeah, he sucks. He's gonna run into one and one of every. every... I just felt like he was. Oh my! It's It's just it's so annoying. One of every fifty at bats, he'll run into one. The other ones, he'll strike out or pop up.
1: My, (sighs) he hit the home run while we were at the game last week, and I was just like, okay, I guess so.
0: And I was like, dude, if there was, I'd rather, I'd rather, I would have rather watched like anyone else hit a home run (laughs) because that was the only home run of that game for the Yankees, I think, too. Yeah, yeah, it would be nice to see Gittins come up. Damn, Gittins is 27. It's crazy how long it takes for baseball players to develop. He's a big hoss, too. That's it's what I'm shit. saying about flow, dude. They don't want to rush his development. They won't even bring up Gittins, let alone Estevan Floreal. We, lo- we love ourselves some Mike Ford, wow, G- though, baby. <laughs> Gittins was uh, drafted in the 12th round, pick number 362. I mean, if wow. you
1: look at his numbers, he's not bad this year. He's, dude, he's, he's
0: very good. He has a one four home 1. runs,
1: ten RBIs, two seventy average. uh he has a one
0: one OPS, dude. Yeah, dude, it's absurd. Not four. Like se- he almost has a five hundred on base percentage. Nope, Tyler. You know what? We're the New York Yankees, man. We got to keep up, Mike Ford. That's I'm gonna look at his game. I got his game logs right here. Two for four, two for three, one for two, one for three. I mean, dude hits like for extra base hits though too. He's got a couple doubles. <sighs> Give me Chris Gittens now. <laughs> yeah, his on base. Percentage I don't even know, dude. I don't even know too. anymore.
1: I don't even know. I don't he even has know. His,
0: he has a in the month of May. He's a six forty nine slugging percentage and a four seventy one on base percentage.
1: Those numbers are pretty solid, but you know we gotta have Mike Ford up here because he's already established in wait. The culture. Does
0: he? Does he bet ready? Yeah, he bets ready. Um, that's the only shitty thing. But before like, my, what before is Mike we head doing from the left side that Tyler. Before gets? we
1: head into some uh, some trade talk, or did we did we mention Voight's gonna be out for a while too? I think we mentioned obviously. Yeah, Voight will be it.
0: out for at least. I mean, a so stuff I mean, we're talking nothing.
1: about the first base stuff. So I yeah, know, I, I think um, you know Mike.
0: I, th- I think it's clear we need a first baseman and a center fielder. I don't know, dude. It's tough, like. I, I mean, let- dude,
1: realistically, Mike Ford will be here for a while. I just- yes,
0: yes, unfortunately. I would love for them to make a move somehow. I don't know. Hopefully they start to realize that – I don't know. Hopefully an analytical dude tells Brian Crashman, like, hey, you can't keep running 40 out okay? <laughs> there. he blows. But, um, <laughs> dude, I don't know. I got something to say about Voight, like, a little bit. And, like, it's not like – I love Voight. Get but, it off your chest. But, like, all right. I was very critical of Aaron Judge. I was calling him injury pro and blah, blah, blah. This sat in third, as we all were. Since 2018, as of right now, or since the start of 2019, so this is when Luke Voigt was essentially given the starting first baseman job. So it's the same amount of playing time. Luke Voigt has played in 186 games, and Aaron Judge has played in 177. And knock on wood, as long as Aaron Judge does not hit the aisle anytime soon, he will well surpass that once Luke Voigt comes back. So, in essence, I know Voigt struggled and was like, or not struggled, but he was fo- battling injuries last year. All these guys battle injuries. If we're going to call Judge injury prone, I think we should call Voigt injury prone.
1: Yeah, agree. Agreed.
0: Wow, that was dude than I thought it was gonna be.
1: Agreed. I, dude, I. It's <laughs> Tyler. I've told you, I'm not. Because this I, is his second
0: I, oblique strain, dude. He, this is what he had in 2018 or 2019, whatever it was.
1: He's got the foot stuff. He's got, you know, and then the knee.
0: I don't know what he had. Something else. I feel like too. What did he
1: get? That guy in the anti gravity uh, machine or whatever they got doing rehab stuff. Cause, yeah, I don't know, dude. It's. I just he's I just want them to be healthy a good like, same three four like hopefully a month before the season they can so, play with a team something and that's
0: it. also flying under the radar is judge has played the most games out of any AQ this season
1: yeah shout out judge you shut me up with he's the shutting me up big stuff. time dude so far so far knock on wood let's hope that he keeps doing it because the dude's playing like an MVP he's definitely in the MVP conversation for sure th- yeah
0: the thing dude the thing with judge this year too is like I feel like in his MVP I keep I always say his MVP season. Nope, say it's MVP it season. It should, his 2017 no, 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 MVP say, season. No, no, no. Tyler, yes. Tyler.
1: Say not should of. Say MVP season <laughs> 2017. Was,
0: so back in 2017, Aaron Judge's MVP season, you know, he had like, what? Didn't he have like one or two months that were like ridiculous? Yeah, he did. Like, like. Obviously, not Barry Bonds type, but like, you know, it was like a freak of nature type couple months that Mm -hmm. like made his stats like look even better. But he's been doing this consistently throughout the year, except for that one like 22 at bat stretch that he had where he struck out like 12. Yeah, Yeah. but Judge has been playing very, I don't know, I'm very interested to see what his stats look like in August. Mm -hmm. Because dude has like a 175 uh, WRC plus right now, which is very good. For listeners, I mean anything above like, I think a hundred is league average. One seventy-five. It measures the uh, the basically the runs you create and runs scored. Judge is killing it, dude. Good for Judge. That's,
1: that's quite above the average. Um, Luke Boyd getting speak, the game. Speaking <laughs> of MVPs, let's do our MVPs of the series before we do mock trades to end off the pod. Um, right. so my MVP of the series was Miguel Andujar. Got two hits in the middle game. Um. Hit three twenty one since May eighteenth. The dude has looked good and hopefully Miggy can continue it. And honestly, I'm looking for big output and he's getting his opportunity finally when he's on the field. And we'll see what he takes advantage. But I just gotta Miggy, there's not a lot of bright spots, but I would say Miguel Anduhar has honestly been a bright spot in the past uh ten days. So and and overall, and I think he, you know, showed showed some life during this series, and
0: that's what I'm going for. Fair enough, Rob. I mean, I'm I'm all aboard the Mickey train. And we you we, you have to remind me after this or after trade talks. I want to talk about that center field idea. That not idea, but like situation. I would love that I sent you last night. Oh, okay. Not right now, but um. All right. So my MVP. I mean, it was kind of tough. I was I was like I wanted to give it to Domingo Herman, but I didn't just because with like we lost that game, and the Yankees just pissed away a very good start from him. But um. My MVP has got to be Aaron Judge. I mean, I thought the Yankees, when we went down 3-1, I was like, oh, all right, Bo Bichette called the game. Pack your bags, head to Detroit, or get out of here. Like, you know, this game's over. And then, you know, Aaron Judge answers very fast uh, with a two-run absolute bomb off the glass of the batter's eye. Uh, he's Moon doggy. Two, yeah, he was only two for seven in the series. Two runs scored, three RBIs, though. So, you know, that's five total runs right there. Mm-hmm. So good, good for Judgey.
1: Uh, MVPs of sucking. Take your pick. Uh, we got Mike Ford, Brett Gardner, Kyle Gashoke, Even though he got an RBI in that first game, uh, DJ had a couple hits yesterday, but he just—he's not looking like DJ.
0: He just not isn't. at all.
1: He's not looking like DJ, and we hate to see it, man. But those are those are my MVPs of stink. sucking. Uh, Tyler Dang.
0: So. I'm gonna go a little bit more into the DJ real quick, but that is not my MVP of sucking. But yes, DJ, I posted this on Twitter last night before the second game, so his average and his OPS may have creeped up by a hair yeah, since then. A, but um, before the second game yesterday, Thursday, DJ was hitting our leadoff hitter, two fifty-seven batting average, a six eighty-nine OPS and a 3.47 on on-base percentage. And he also has 33 strikeouts through 45 games. Uh, if you want to compare that to last year, DJ had 21 strikeouts through 50 games. Um, really not what we expect at all, Rob. Uh, I think we, me and you both obviously expect DJ to be hitting at minimum 300. And, you know, like I said, I'm not a huge batting average guy, but the OPS isn't there either. It's usually the mid-eights. He's usually putting the bat on the ball much more. Um, I mentioned last pod, I thought he was putting together some more at-bats or some better at-bats with a couple sack flies. Yeah, a couple hits, Uh big double last week too. Uh, he got a couple hits in the last game, so maybe he'll be turning it around. But I strongly, and this may be a very unpopular opinion because the Yankees do not have a leadoff hitter, but there is strong consideration in my mind that the Yankees should consider dropping dj in the order at some point i don't know if it's I right agree. now who do you
1: who do you think that we put there though I, That's the dude
0: problem. aaron judge i i like judge i, I mean what put, geo what do
1: you about geo
0: i don't know about geo like judges on base percentage is really high his his. you his, know who
1: i could see though low-key if he gets it hitting a little bit i know he's not the fastest dude but what about anduhar because he's he he's like he's not necessarily power power but yeah. he strings together singles
0: I, sh- so I, sh- I-, I don't hate that. I just – I am I think I'm on the train where, like, you put your best – I don't know. I think new era baseball is more like getting away from, yeah, like, yeah. batting, batting like, faster guys up front. But, because, you know, Acuna bats the leadoff for the Braves. I mean, a lot of these good players will bat, like, one, two. But, I mean, Judge has found a good spot in the three hole, so I don't really want to mess that up. But, yeah, you're right, dude. I really don't know um, who I'd want leadoff. Uh, dare right I, d- yeah, dare I say Glaber if, because if he, I mean, if he's, st- if Glaber starts hitting the way he, you know, has the last kind the of last few weeks, weekend, yeah. Yeah. And he's a 300 hitter and like pokes a ball around the field, then maybe Glaber, dude, I, I, I really don't know, but I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I'd love to see DJ step it up. He's one of my favorite players. He's an awesome dude to watch. He's great. Um, we were really obviously vouching for them to sign him this year and they did, I would just like to see his average get back up to where it should be in the OPS side. I'd like that, to turn around a little bit more as well, and have him overall just hit, but look more disciplined at the plate. I I feel like I've never really seen him chase as many pitches and not walk as much. I don't know. It's just been it's clearly been a down year for DJ so far. I'm sure I'll tell you the same thing.
1: Yeah. Uh. So those are our MVPs of some MVPs L- of my L. Hold on, my, my L. Oh, real oh yeah, quick. yeah, yeah. My bad.
0: I just went. I just got. I just went too in depth on DJ, but. Eric Cressy dude Why are my favorite players getting injured I don't like that Figure it out Or I'm going to put your face on a dartboard <laughs> Eric Cressy is the For those of you that don't know I don't know what his specific title is But he's like the head of You know Strength conditioning And he You know Works with all the players that Trying to help them not get injured So that includes Stanton's quad Voigt's oblique Kluber's shoulder And Aaron Hicks's wrist F- Mic drop <laughs> so those are my yeah, MVPs even, of sucking. Yeah. Eric and yeah. um, DJ right now. So Stanton comes
1: back today. Hopefully they'll activate him at some point, or maybe they're just lying to us again. Uh, and he was running the field for no such reason. Uh but so let's do a little bit of trade talk before we head off. Um, I had mentioned, you know, obviously we need a outfielder, and who we're kind of feeling. Um. Trade swirls. I was I would like Starling Marte. Also, I know you'd probably come at a very high price tag, most likely. Um, and I don't know how the Diamondbacks are gonna do. Catel Marte would also be an option. I know you were thinking about Peralta. Yep. Um Yeah, there's a lot of different dudes that are thrown out. Um that could be a possibility. I would like a dude that plays center field for sure. Um, That's the thing. A not just a the guy guys, that plays yeah. left field or right f- or just the corners. I, yeah. Um, and
0: imagine if you've watched the last – if you watch the first two games of the series and you still think let's go get Joey Gallo because this will improve that team, you're bugging. Like not you, Rob, but like, you know. <laughs> oh, you listen. know I'm on the yeah. absolute <laughs> opposite side
1: of the, of the spectrum on Dude, that. I but, yeah.
0: love Peralta, though. He's literally like a lefty DJ not like to the extent but i mean let's let's just listen to career he's 33 listen to his career split real quick 289 average 344 on base percentage and 817 ops yeah it's not bad i mean that that's a fucking leadoff hitter dude. what what do you think of delino what
1: what do you think of delino de shields they've been talking to the texas Ooh, rangers I about did, I have him
0: i've been hearing a lot i haven't i honestly haven't looked too far into that just cuz i know um like he's not meant, like let's you mentioned see. earlier, they're not gonna make a trade very soon.
1: His numbers aren't really great overall, but I'd say he's just kinda guy that would fill the spot. Um his OPS in the past years his last year, he played in Cle- with Cleveland in twenty twenty uh, It uh it's twenty twenty six, twenty eight OPS year before that, twenty nineteen. uh, He's going to be 28, 29 now Okay Um, 627 in 2019 591 doesn't really drive in a lot of runs, so I guess he would be a table setter. So I don't know. That'd be kind of like a fill-in guy. I'd probably honestly want someone a little better than that, so maybe the Yankees you, would think that he yeah. would kind of make a
0: make a leap with them. I love the idea of Anthony Santander, but I don't too as well on the Orioles. He I may be a price tag, though. He, I don't know about will trading be, that's the thing, with, will be a within tag. the division
1: either. They can may not want to give him up.
0: Does he play strictly center either, or does he play
1: right field? I, I don't know. Um... The Blackman stuff not going to happen because it's just it's it's a lot of money and we know that the Yankees are now apparently a poverty franchise and they can't do that. Yeah, they're not going um, over the luxury unless. Um, it. people saying Ben and Tendi on KC that would be funny. I but personally I
0: would kind of like it, dude. I, I don't know.
1: I don't know how realistic it is. It would be I don't funny. He, I would like to see that. Would be really. I don't, I don't think know he's about a that. True
0: center fielder either, though.
1: Yeah, because um, he plays but, a lot of left. Um, but the Gallo stuff, yeah. The only way that you could do Gallo, not, I mean, I don't want him in general, but he would probably have to play first base too. Here,
0: here's the thing. I'm pretty sure – I don't know exactly what – I'm looking at Ben Attendee's contract right now because I'm pretty sure the Royals signed him to a two-year deal, and odds are they're not going to be playing to – they've fallen back to reality for the most part. So have a, he has a two-year $10 million contract. If, the, if they trade for Ben Attendee and basically just, I don't know, give them something, the Royals something, I think that's something that could definitely work because then you're, in a sense, you're not... He's your fourth outfielder next year, Ben Because mm-hmm. you have Clint, you have Hicks, I guess. You have Judge. And you even have Miggy because you're not going to bring Gardy back, probably. So Ben is just probably, your fourth outfielder. He, he's your fourth outfielder for $5 million because Ben Attendee's contract is two years, $10 million right now. And the Royals <laughs> are going to be sellers, I think, dude. I mean, they're... They're not playing. They were playing very good, but they are. Yeah, dude, they look. Imagine rough. if we
1: got Winker. I would like Winker. Yeah, Winker. that would
0: be. Yeah, the Reds have a lot of te- guys that could get moved too. They've been hitting. They just don't win. That division is also weird. Like the Brewers should be playing so much better. The, the Cubs. Cubs are I, did- first, I think. the Cubs. No. They're da- They're they're in second by half a game to the Cardinals, but I thought the I thought the Cubs were going to be a lot worse too. I don't know, dude. We'll see. Yeah. Like I think the Giants will fall back to life. I think the Cubs can fall back to life. The Reds will be sellers. I think. I think someone the, throwing out Jock Peterson. Yeah, that's. I think he got like decent money, so they definitely. Anyone that know. if anyone that's like gonna put this team over the luxury tax, the Yankees probably aren't gonna do. But a lot of teams are going to be sellers, dude. Like the Nationals can be sellers, the Marlins can be sellers, the Angels yeah. will be sellers, the but Mariners it's just, can it's, be sellers, the Rangers. It's just
1: going to take some time for them to be sellers, is yeah. what we have to. And and with the this stretch of games too, coming, dude. with this stretch of games coming up, this is why it's so important to have at least throw out the best possible lineups that we can. And that's why I was bitching about the Floreal shit and everything, but. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know, it's going to be two, a real dude. interesting. Tyler, so, uh, we're going to have to do a um couple of voicemails like at some point before for trade talks. So I think it would be really fun to like get some other uh people's opinions about who who we could possibly get in here um and like get people's like trade package talks. Yeah. I think it would be funny. Um but yeah, we dude, we have a huge stretch of games this this upcoming week and obviously we think about this Tiger series. Better roll um, over
0: them, dude. That's gonna be we better
1: good. because if we don't, this the the this Can't stretch af- right before you have. I want a sweep, but at least take two out of three is all I want. In what
0: for the Detroit Tigers? Yeah. Tigers, yeah. Let me let me look up our exact schedule real quick, just because I know we have a we have a stretch like this that we're gonna <sighs> where we're about to have, um, in June or is it July? In June or July, where it's like we play like the. The Red Sox like ten times, and we play the Rays like ten times. All yeah, in they one backloaded month. all of our I'm Tigers like, games. I'm like, Why? Why? I don't want to. I don't like it when they do that because, like, like you said, it comes if if we're having a rough week or we're fighting some injuries to cut like a month. Like that's bad for us. So we and got. We haven't Tigers. been good against the division this year. So yep. we gotta. We have three against the Tigers, and then we got Rays Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. So four against the Rays, and then the Red Sox. Then the Twins, then the Phillies, then the Blue Jays, then the A's, then the Royals and the Red Sox again. Those are a lot of that a, is a solid of decent solid teams. Yeah.
1: So, the only one in there that would probably say eh, is like Kansas City. Eh. And
0: and the, I mean the Twins are playing. The Twins have like the second oh, yeah, worst record in the league. But, but you know, Oakland who is, yeah. Oakland's Oakland is good.
1: good. Uh, Boston obviously has overseeded expectations, and then yeah. Tampa is went on that eleven game winning streak after. Phillies can
0: pitch, dude, and they can Phillies the have times. a good team.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah, so it's it's a really important a week stretch. of baseball coming up, and month month of June could be huge. Um, especially just with with depleted injuries, and knock on wood, let's hope to effing God. That Aaron Judge stays the way he is too, and then Stanton, you know, coming back. Let's let's hope that he
0: gets picks up right where he left off.
1: Picks up where he left off, yeah, man. Um, but yeah, that's kind of what we're going for. Um, we'll uh, we'll probably
0: try and fit in some voicemail episodes. Real quick, um, real quick. R- yeah, go ahead. Let's get a Clint, Mickey, Aaron Judge outfield. <laughs> I would love be, it, dude. If Clint could play, that's center, gonna happen. One, it could happen this weekend. Get Miggy reps at left. I'll love that. Give me Clint in center, because if those two can hit, be find very a spot happy. for him. Yeah,
1: find a spot for him. Um, but yeah, that is it for this episode of the Four Train Savages podcast, episode forty-two. Please be sure to subscribe to the pod on Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Be sure to follow us at Four Savages on Twitter, at Four Train Savages on the Gram. Um, also, leave us a rate your review. Um, let us know what you think of the podcast. Really helps us out, helps us grow on the Apple charts, and does us a big favor. Um, so yeah, Tyler got a big stretch of games coming up. Tiger series, cold day today. Exciting stuff. Let's go out let's beat the tigers let's take take care of business and then let's let's buckle up for this week of baseball against the next week of baseball against, up, baby. against divisional opponents so once again be sure to subscribe to the pod leave a rate and review and we will catch you guys next time.